We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single even though you could uh you could you could hide all of my jewelry and say bitch you'll never dazzle <laughs> my, gu- <laughs> my guest today <laughs> you know them you love them they won season five of all stars it's Shay And you got to ah. walk the Fenty show. Hi, hi, hi. Oh my gosh. Hi, Nicole. Firstly, I just have to say thank you so much for having me. I'm like, I cannot even tell you just like how excited um, I was when uh, my publicist was like, do you want to do that? Because I'm not even kidding you. I was probably, I was like this close to sliding in your DMs and being like, hey, Nicole. (laughs) So, um, I mean, I don't know. I'm like free and just got a new (laughs) mic that hooks up to my computer. So if you ever want to talk on your podcast, just let me know. I mean, you could have slid into those DMs. Uh, That's what I've been doing, asking people. But now I'm at Team Coco and they ask people. It's nice. I'm not working it myself. (laughs) Uh, It's real nice. I got people to do (laughs) That but no, I, I I really love it. And I, I, I just felt like it was perfect because when I tell you, like I was probably like, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm just gonna I'm gonna shoot my shot and I'm gonna ask her. And then Lily got an email and I was like, Look at God. What won't he do? I say the phrase wrong. I think it's what will he do? I like to say, look at God, what won't he do? But I think it's what will he do? I don't know. What no, because what won't he do? Because it's like what can't he do? But yeah, because it's like, well, first of all, when I refer to God, I refer to her as she. Okay. Just when I think of like, just like the, just like the creative force 
like life giving energy to me is just like inherently feminine. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's like what can't she do? Like she could do everything. So it's just like it has to be her choice of like what mm-hmm. she will and won't do. Good, then I'm right, and everyone who's been correcting me is wrong. Doesn't that feel great? It feels amazing. <laughs> we love validation. I don't know if I think of God as any real gender. I I say <laughs> he just because of I was like raised in the church, Same. and that's just what they said. Mm-hmm. So I guess I've just carried that on to my adult life. But like God is. Also, they were like, God is a, 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 a menacing God, a vengeful God. He'll kill you if you don't give your money and worship and sing to him. And, I was and like, smear um, blood over your door frame. Yes, which is crazy. And like, oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, God needs to chill a little bit. Yes. So, like, my God is chill and yeah. giving and nice. Yes. And, like, things happen for a reason because of... Uh, what's going to happen in the future? I don't know. But like, my guy's not trying to smite me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Way too chill for that. Way too chill to be running around yeah. and smiting. Just so full of love. That's what I think. I got to tell you. So when I guest judged uh, All Stars, they don't tell you before you get there who's there. Mm-hmm. And you only find out if you get to watch something or you walk and like get to see the challenge or you're just sitting there and they come at you and you're like, oh. But uh, you were there and I was like, it's Shay Coulee. I was so excited because I was like, Shay will win and I will be happy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was so great. I remember walking out for that room um, makeover challenge and seeing you and in the onesie. And also this is, I mean, no shade to um, uh, uh, Michelle or, or, um, Ross, but I was maybe a little bit jealous that you weren't in my tour group because I was just I was upset. (laughs) I was really upset. So all I I could do was wave at you from the other side of the room and just be like, hi. I never know if the queens know me because one of my, it's not a fear, but I'm like, what if Rue, because Rue never announces I'm the guest judge in the workroom because, you know, they're like, Gaga's here and everyone's like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm waiting for the time she's like, okay, Nicole Byers, our guest judge. And then everyone goes, who? <laughs> and may a hole open up in the floor and they fall right the fuck through it. <laughs> That's oh, all I gotta say. I, I truly am waiting for that moment. I, it would be a dream come true for like one queen to be like, I love. And then everyone yeah. else be like, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um, right before, uh, this we were at um, my boyfriend's mom's house for her um, birthday and his nieces were there and um, they love nailed it so when um, I told them that I was coming to record this podcast with you they got so excited (laughs) it is truly so wild that children like me uh, it's never been a thing that I've, I've wanted, but I will say this: I appreciate it because kids are fucking honest. Yeah. So if I, if they didn't think I was funny, like they would yeah. be like, "You're not funny. I don't like you." But they like me, so I'm funny. Tee Any adult yes. thinks different. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> yeah, kids get it. <laughs> Do you have children fans? Because I know like DragCon has. A ton yeah. of kids there. Yes, they do. And it, and it's crazy. Like, you know, back when we were in the in the 
routine of doing, you know, New York and L.A. Mm -hmm. and all that, um, there would be uh, children that I would, like, see kind of, like, growing up right in front of my eyes. Like, I remember these two sisters that would come all the time. And, like, the next year, I remember seeing them and not even recognizing the older one because Mm -hmm. she, like, was starting to hit, like, puberty and was, like, really growing up. And then, and also, you know, they dress up and she's, like, in this little Shangela look. And I was just all, like... I was like, Riley, that you, girl? Look at you looking all grown. You know, it's crazy. But um, I'm glad that I can entertain children. And I mean, um, kudos to their parents for letting them watch whatever Mm -hmm. um, content I am um, engaging in because, uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's a... Some of my most of my content is not for kids. And sometimes no. I'll get a tweet that's like, oh, my kid loves the theme song to your podcast, but that's where it stops. And they can't <laughs> listen to the rest of it. I'm like, I fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking wallpaper earlier, and I was like, we should get this on the podcast. But it has been a struggle. Yeah. I've actually been sitting here this whole time, you know, because obviously we're like on a Zoom right now, just mm-hmm. like looking at your wallpaper being like, when do we get to talk about the wallpaper again? Ooh, baby, <laughs> it's from the Bobby Burke collection. Okay. I'm like uh-huh. living for it. I'm like loving it. Nice and graphic. I love like a little black and white moment. I mean, you can even tell Me by my too. little outfit here. I've actually been wearing these um, Ivy Park sweatpants for the last four days. Yes, I love Wait, is that from the last drop or the previous? Yes, I got the last drop. I literally set an alarm, Nicole, and I'm so glad because I forgot and like took an edible that afternoon and fell asleep. Goodbye. And then the alarm woke me up and I was like, why is my phone going off? Like, what is this alarm for? And then I was just like... icy park drop and then i was able to get you know uh, a tracksuit and some sweatpants you know Ooh, it was already okay. selling out fast you know it's pandemonium it goes very fast it was it's wild the anxiety i felt and i don't you know beyonce I, like she's the only yes. person that would get me to go out there doing yes. things like that when you have a publicist ask yeah. your publicist to reach out that's how i got mine <laughs> oh, I, I said please get it for me say, please <laughs> yeah no i was up there on the internet trying to elbow people you know like the rest of everybody like get out my car bitch <laughs> um how have you been dealing with you know quarantines and lockdowns and have you been doing like digital drag shows at all or no no um (laughs) i mean you don't have to make that face i'm not doing digital stand-up shows i find it too hard yeah there is a time and a place for everything Mm -hmm. and me doing drag in my living room is not one of them (laughs) and as much as i like wanted to be the person that was like giving the fantasy of Mm -hmm. like building these sets and stuff in my house i was like girl I gotta clean that up then. I'm like, mm. Mm. I'm right there with you. I just, the thought of constructing something for one time is like, oh, I couldn't, no, I couldn't possibly. And I've been doing some decorating on my own. I've watched too much HGTV. Yep. The decorating. And so Lala Re on, I watched the, the drag race uh, documentary. Uh huh. And uh, Lala was like, oh, I've watched HGTV enough. I could build you a house. I was like, ooh, I feel the same way. But then you start and 
No, you cannot. These people are professionals for a reason. (laughs) Everything is so hard. I mean, I can't even put together a Billy bookshelf from Ikea. It is too hard. Hard. (laughs) You really do do think you're like, I could do this. Because I I get to see this edited television show Mm -hmm. done in an hour where people put together (laughs) entire houses. Like, I could definitely Uh do this room in a day. And you're like, no. No. No, so I'm so many little little hiccups. So many little like uh, I wish everyone could see like the expanse of the wall that you <laughs> have done on wallpaper. Because me, I think I would have uh, had at least four meltdowns. Uh, oh, I have. I've point. had several meltdowns today. I had one where I put the start of it at the top and then was like unrolling it, and then it got immediately wrinkled and I just went it's just gonna stay wrinkled alone <laughs> just alone in my office being like ah and then I was like Nicole take a deep breath it is okay don't worry don't worry and then I was like you're now talking out loud to yourself at wallpaper like girl this is it this is the last home improvement thing you do yourself right I love sometimes the power that inanimate objects will have mm-hmm. on you to have a full out fight by yourself uh-huh. because I was thinking about like me just trying to do the four little strips of wallpaper in my bathroom and like <laughs> literally having to like pace out and like walk back and forth uh-huh. in the hallway to like calm myself down and be like, girl, okay. See, now you're like literally huffing and puffing. You just need to like go in there and just like uh-huh. have some patience, smoke yeah, just a bowl, like, drink some water, yes. breathe. Have a know? glass of wine. Why not? Yes. You know? I wish I could drink wine. Oh, you're. Do you not drink? I uh, no, I drink. I drink. Okay. I am allergic. I <gasps> somehow have developed in my old. I feel like I hit thirty, and I'm a, I'm allergic to sulfites, which you know, oh. and some. And so when I drink wine, my mouth is just on fire. It's oh, no. the worst thing. It is the worst. Girl, I used to love a good Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. You know, like a nice little Merlot, a nice little Sauvignon. Like, I used to really love, love, love. Want- and rosé. Girl, come oh, on. I do come love on. a nice rosé on a summer day. Wait, what else has sulfates in it? Sulfates. Um, um, beer, a lot of times hops and beer have sulfites oh. in them. Um, it's a preservative, so sometimes you can find it and like it'll appear in things like mustard randomly. Oh. But it's like it's more so like depending on how much is in something, uh-huh. and it, the and wine has a really high amount. So it's just like even depending on the type of wine, like for instance, I can have uh-huh. a glass of a barefoot wine. Okay. I'll be great because like she don't got a high sulfide, but but then you go up the shelf a little bit and they got higher sulfide counts in them and my mouth is on fire. I love it. Your body is like, please give me cheap wine. <laughs> <laughs> or actually like, I won't say barefoot's cheap. It's please give me middle of the road wine. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's just like, girl, you don't need to be that bougie. And I love like, it. It's like my palate is trying to keep me on a budget. You know, mm-hmm. it's yes. like just Your because you won hundred thousand like, dollars, please. Yeah. <laughs> not, uh, not. I'm trying to think of what's the most expensive store. What's an expensive big box store? I, well, there's Walmart. That's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I guess Target's at the top. What's in the middle then? Um, hmm. I guess there's only Target and Walmart. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> We get out and we shop a lot, obviously. <laughs> I just online shop. 
I know. But I but when it really does come to like going out and shopping, Target is the place that makes me feel so warm oh and fuzzy on the inside. I love Target. Target is just a place where you go for one thing and then you leave with a cart full of items that you don't need, but then you're like, tee hee hee, this weird little plush toy makes me feel good. I'll look at it every couple of days and say, why did I buy it? But yes. it made me feel good in the moment. <laughs> I still think about the um, antique looking decorative wine rack, wall hanging wine rack that I purchased and still have yet to hang, but it just um, <laughs> sits in, in, in the back of my pantry. <laughs> and so when I go and get popcorn, I can look at it lovingly and be like, I still don't feel bad about that. Well, it's hard <laughs> to figure out who's supposed to hang things. So I watched no less than four videos of very nice nice women because i was like women will empower women these women will empower this bitch to hang this curtain rod herself and let me tell you i put a dime size hole from a power drill because i did it wrong <laughs> and then i was trying to put the anchor in and i was like i don't know and then i was like how do these women do this with such ease so i did hang one of the brackets but if you touch it or wave a hand <laughs> near it just the tiniest gust of wind just knocks it right off <laughs> who hangs the curtains like who <laughs> and honestly those anchors are tricky because yes. i don't find that like even like the holes that you drill don't seem to be like the size for anchors so it's no. either either you're shoving it in there yes. or it's too loose and you're like okay what do i do now it's it's hard oh my it's god hard. Is this what people with penises feel like? They're just like, this hole's too wide. This yeah. hole's too tiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this hole's just right. right. Yeah. I mean, as somebody with a penis, I have definitely asked myself and said all those things. <laughs> so, Shay, are you... Uh, you're dating someone. You said uh, mm -hmm. you have a boyfriend. Yes, Dan. We've been together. For, yes. We celebrated our uh, four-year anniversary in January. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank what you. What did you do for your anniversary? Um, You know, we hung out. Well, actually, <laughs> we, we ordered dinner from this um, um nice Middle Eastern restaurant called um, ABBA. They had like a little prefix meal thing. Um, Where do you do you live in California or do you? I live you in live? Chicago. Oh, okay. Yes. So if you're in Chicago, yeah. ABBA. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm still holding it down in the Windy City. Everyone's like, girl, why don't you move out to LA? And let me tell you, after this like last little blizzard moment, like mm -hmm. I, I think about it. I think about it more. Chicago is truly the coldest fucking place but It'll it's such so a cold. dream i love chicago like in the summer my family mm -hmm. lives on the south side mm -hmm. and i used to just like go there every summer and spend time yeah. there and i love chicago but i will say i've said it a hundred times i'll say it again it is the most successfully segregated city currently today oh yeah because when white people, I'd go back to Jersey where I lived, white uh -huh. people would be like, oh, I'm from Chicago. My grandma lives in Chicago. I'm like, no, she doesn't. There's mm -hmm. there's no way she lives there because yeah. I only stayed on the south side yeah. or went to the city where I was yeah. like, oh, everyone commutes in. Who's yeah, not exactly. <laughs> and then I went to the north side and I was like, what? Wait <laughs> a second. Yeah. Something's afoot. What do right? you mean there? <laughs> You're like, where did all the black people go? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I actually did a, a really like serious dark play um, in college that was like a dystopian fantasy about Chicago where they actually like built a wall um, separating South and North Chicago. And like wow. basically South Chicago became this like ghetto where like people were like trying to like escape to get to the North. It was nuts. It was it was it was so insane. And, and you think about it, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's so wild. Points were and, made. <laughs> I mean, I, I get the point. It's that's nuts. I often think about like coded words like good neighborhoods, and it's like, oh, it's a good neighborhood because there are no people of color there. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's so wild that it's like when black people move in, people are like, well, there goes the neighborhood, the neighborhood. and I'm like. But why? And then I started thinking about the cycle of poverty. And I was like, so we get paid less. So then we have less money to invest into our properties and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So they do become dilapidated. And then you're mad that we can't keep up with appearances, but we don't have the money that you have to keep up with appearances. Mm Y'all are fucked up. That's like I Uh yesterday was driving and I was like, (gasps) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just like had this like epiphany that I was like, nah, it, it's everywhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's annoying. I feel like I'm like reverse gentrifying my neighborhood sometimes <laughs> because I'm just like walking, just being black and faggoty. And I know that these single families <laughs> with their like little children are like, huh? Oh, but I mean, it's 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 a gay neighborhood, great. But there's still there's there's still like me and my drag daughters be running amok. Mm-hmm. How many drag daughters do you have? I have three. I have Kinsey, Bambi, and Chloe. Oh my god, what adorable names! I love it. Yeah, it's like it's like a episode of The Proud Family <laughs> up in there. That's actually the the title of our uh, group chat. It's the Proud Family. <laughs> I fucking love that. It was very ridiculous. What made you want to... So you have your own house, yes? Mm-hmm. So what made you want to start your own house? I, you know what? I honestly had no intention of doing that at all because I didn't have a drag mother. Um, I didn't have, like, a drag mentor. I was just, like, self-taught and just mm-hmm. kind of, like, really came up and figured things out but I was like at this point like just prior to season 9 where I met Kenzie and she was just like freshly 21 coming out to the club and mm-hmm. <clears throat> we were hanging out and I was just like oh this baby she is so cute you know and she like loves like the same fashion designers and she's just got like great knowledge she like understands and she plays the violin I was like I feel like I could really help you know this girl so I was just all like okay do you want to be my drag daughter and then when to and I was just like that would be it'll just be Kinsey mm-hmm. and then went <clears throat> film season nine came back and people were like oh my god have you heard of this new girl her name is Bambi she reminds us so much of you and I was like okay are y'all serious like really <laughs> all you white people see some other little black girl you're just gonna be like oh okay she just reminds us so much of you Shay it's like crazy she like dances and it's like god and it's like ah. Uh. and I went to the club and I remember seeing her for the first time and like having this moment where I was like is that me up there <laughs> I was like I was like, you guys didn't lie. I was like, who is that girl, little girl? I was like, where did she come from? Uh, all the way from Houston, Texas. And so then I was just all like, okay, come on. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, little Miss Chloe, little Miss Chloe came up and I was just all like, uh, this little one, she is the true comedian 
of the family. Mm-hmm. She's got such a funny bone. I just, she makes me laugh. She is the sweetest little thing. And it's funny because even though she's like my youngest drag daughter, she's the oldest of them all, but still mm-hmm. is the most innocent little sweet little bunny you could just possibly imagine. But that's it. You know, that's no the family. More. No that's more. That's the family. I'm no big more cheering. No more cheering. The tubes is tad. <laughs> yes. But you want to know <laughs> what's funny? That was like what my mom did, but she's still, she, one of them wasn't fully dead. I actually was a product of, like, I was born after my mom had her tubes tied <gasps> incorrectly. Really? And she, had a, she had a very difficult pregnancy. She was like on bed rest for like the majority of it. And it was just like, it was really, really hard. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm for sure the last. I'm the baby. But, you know, I was her little miracle. Mm-hmm. And I'm just all like, look. Wait, that's so fucking wild that your yeah. mom had her tubes tied and they did it incorrectly and still yeah. got like that part is what is like bugging me. Like, how do you do it fucking incorrectly? Oh, she was a black woman. Yes. <laughs> Like, they were like, oh, let's hurry up and get her fixed. Ugh. Ugh. Um, and, and and this could also be that, because I'm not the only one in, in my family like this. My oldest sister, um, who's now passed on, but with her youngest, um, Jordan, she was on the patch. She was mm-hmm. on the birth control patch and was like literally just like suffering from insomnia, went into the doctor and they're like, yeah, girl, you're pregnant. She's like, dang, y'all's genes are strong, fertile. and they're like, we must create more. We must create. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just to like go back to relationships and shit. So you were not in a relationship during your first season of Drag Race, yes, or were you? Um, we were dating at that point, but we, but like you know, it was because I had like gone away to work on doing costumes for this like summer camp, this musical theater summer camp for kids in Wyoming. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty much gone that entire summer. And like, we had been dating off and on, but it was just kind of like at a point where we were like, Oh, we don't, you don't really know. But it it wasn't until like I went away to drag race and we couldn't even talk to each other at all for like six weeks Mm -hmm. that like when I came back, we just kind of like picked up where we left off and you know, the rest is her story. I love it. I love that you didn't have to deal with what dating was like after Drag Race. Like you just, you were like, mm, have it. Don't have to deal with weeding people out. And Thank God. Feeling like, oh. like being like, what do you want from me? Exactly. Exactly. Just like knowing that I'm like, okay, I already trust you. You know, you've mm-hmm. been here for like, and we were like friends, you know, we had like a friendship. It was just like, yeah, we like kind of like dated. We, we pursued each other for a while you know even before that so how how did you pursue each other was it like dms was it like oh let's hang out oh but we're friends no we Mm. actually no joke like but like we bumped into each other like at the club it was like literally like that scene in west side story where it cards we were like i hate you i hate you how easy <laughs> yes, and we took a, a we took a picture in the photo booth of the club that night, um, and he kissed me, and we still have that photo booth <sighs> picture. And um, yeah, you know, we and I remember it was because it was um, season seven was doing a press tour for their release of uh, a Drag Race, and we met at um, an after party, and we were literally just crossing each other, 
like at the club, but just like stop and just said hello. And then like sparked up a casual conversation and started talking. It was literally just like that. That's so nice. It's so easy. Right. And I was just like, all of my dating experience had been from apps and things mm-hmm. like that. And I've, and I was just like, I actually just like literally bumped into someone like that. I was like, it literally just happened like that. Oh, that's so wonderful. What was your experience like on the apps? Was it? <laughs> <sighs> How much time do we have? <laughs> it was so, it was like so, it was so bad. It was mm-hmm. so, I remember, it's like I hated dating on the app so much that I literally had just resolved to mostly meeting people um like after during or like after a show when like you know you're lit on a bar tab mm-hmm. and I'm like n- like you know all inhibitions are gone and I could be like carefree and make out with somebody in the club and then like maybe if like the next morning we're still feeling each other like whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> because like the apps were just they're bad they're they're bad they're very bad but also and just... the type of people like the the even like sometimes like the you might have chemistry with somebody on them and then you mm-hmm. get in person and you're like ah. yeah that's why i don't talk to people for very long on the apps because it facilitates this like false sense of like oh i know you mm-hmm. like i went mm-hmm. on my first date since uh quarantine started and we had been talking for like a month and a half because I fell down my stairs, tee hee hee, dislocated my ankle, ha ha ha, broke my fibula, ouch, ouch, ouch. And <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I can't wait for that children's book. <laughs> and they're like, this book is a hundred pages long. There's just so many weird sounds in between each word. But I I had been like pretty immobile and we matched and uh, he asked, he was like, how do you feel about a park date? And I said, I feel good about that. Like I'm good with outside. I'm good with masks, but I, I can't walk right now. So like I have to wait till my screws come out and I can actually like do things. And he said, okay. So we met up in the park and we had been, since we had been texting for so long, I tried to like not super engage in conversations because I was like, I don't want to get to know you too quickly mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the phone. But then we just like were talking and it was nice. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. Like I'm going to meet him and it's going to be love at first sight. And <laughs> I, I thought he was cute and he had brought Triscuits and I was like, but that's the hardest thing to eat like yeah. under a mask and it's just like glue, <laughs> like gluey, weird, thick uh, crackers. But then he had also brought four bottles of water and I was like, well, I don't think I need four bottles of water, <laughs> but like he was trying and I was like, this is very, very cute. But <laughs> he was telling me like a traumatic story about how they found his dad dead on Christmas Eve. This is like also our first date. So I was like, this is a lot. Uh-huh, and as he's uh-huh. telling me this story, my wig had slid back. <laughs> so, and I could like feel the breeze. And I was like trying to touch it and like pull it without him noticing. And I didn't want him to be like, oh, she's like uncomfortable with death. And I'm like, no, I'm not uncomfortable with death. And then he like finished it. And it was a somber moment. And I, it was just like, 
silence and I was like, my wig, uh, my wig is falling off. <laughs> and he was like, it looks fine. I was like, it doesn't. And I looked, I, I pulled out my phone and Shay, my wig was so fucking far back. Like, and I wasn't wearing a cap. So like you could see my hair. So it just looked like my hair maybe had been gelled down into like a flowy different texture. And I was like, to the white eye, it looks fine. But like had a nice black friend walk by, they would be like, bitch, it's sliding back. Nobody's telling you. And I, there was no coming back from it. It was just very awkward. And then the date ended and I was limping away with my boot and uh, we didn't go out again. But I was like, you know what? She's back at it. And of course, right. that's my first date back. Yes. She's like back at the game. <laughs> She's like, wake slide at all. It was a windy day. I, I'm like imagining like Karen Huger on Real Housewives <laughs> of Potomac at that picnic. Just uh, like, hold on, 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 hold on. That was absolutely me, minus the sound. It was just internal freaking out because I was like, if this thing falls off my head at the park, there's truly no coming back from that. <laughs> like just shaking it out, being like, it's dirty now. Like, <laughs> right? I, I, I just in all of my years have still <clears throat> not been able to figure out how to successfully reposition a backslidden wig <laughs> in a way that doesn't you know uh uh bring attention to it you know like mm-hmm. you could never do it like i'm just like i wish there was like a subtle way to just like push it up from the back yeah but there isn't because there you, isn't, you, you, have you gotta to get that little lift th- the lace that gotta, someone yeah. thinks is your skin <laughs> and pull it forward and it truly not only does it like take you out of the fantasy that this person has hair you're just like what else? what are you a transformer what the fuck else is gonna lift up off of you <laughs> I don't know. Date me and find out. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like ready to go back out there, ready to meet another friend in the park. I don't know. I just, it seems depressed. And I keep reading these articles that were like, you know, love in the Corona age. It's not all bad, but he didn't tell me he had Corona and I saw him the week. So he exposed (laughs) it to me, but like, I didn't have it. So like we, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) it just adds this layer of, uh, it's a roller coaster. Yes. And it's not like I'm scared. I'm going to get it from someone in the park and, Hopefully, after meeting someone a couple times, like they would be responsible and we would have a talk to be like, hey, let's like just be responsible. And if you fuck somebody, you tell me so I can choose whether or not I'm going to sleep with you again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, sometimes people aren't responsible and shit. And sometimes people don't care. I keep saying I'm staying inside because I have yet to see a fat person be like, I I recovered from Corona just fine. <laughs> but then someone DM'd me and they were like, I'm 500 pounds and I had Corona and I was fine. And my friend, she's a big girl. She survived too. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be telling people I survived. I was like, I just, I'm okay staying inside. Nobody's having the, like <laughs> enough fun for me to be like, I gotta get out there. Yeah. The FOMO hasn't really hit no. me yet. Yeah, no. all the cruises, all the Puerto Vallarta's, Ooh. all of that. None of it has really made me feel like I was missing out on anything. I don't think anyone got hurt, but when the boat capsized, I was like, this is funny. <laughs> We're like, we need this comedy, yes. so just thank you so much. We'll take it. Yes. It's so wild. I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm, I'm not the gal who... 
who wants to gamble with her health. I don't know. Like, I just, it's not for me. If I get it by accident, then okay. But like, yeah. uh, why not just try to be safe? Yeah. That's sexy. Safe and sexy and cool. Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> Real quick. We have to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like 
is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And oh, we back. Um, I want to get your opinion on this. So... I don't know when this episode will come out, but I released an episode with uh, a comedian who I think is so funny. We had such a nice time. And I asked, I asked all my guests, but they date me. And their response was no, because I was fat and they were traumatized because they were dating a fat woman and their friends called him James and the giant peach. And I laughed because I think that's a really funny roast. And And I still think about it. And I, it's just like that friend was very quick to think of that one, two, it's funny, three, like I'm okay being a fat woman, but people got mad at me because I didn't like serve it to him and tell him that like that's internalized fat phobia or whatever. But I was like, I don't know, somebody who says that out loud, I feel like y- you hear it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I just. I don't know. What's your opinion? Like, do you think, do you, do you think preferences in dating are valid or invalid? Oh gosh. I, it's hard for me to say because like, I am one of those people that doesn't have preferences. I'm very much so attracted to such a wide Mm -hmm. spectrum of people. I'm just like very queer like that. So it's just like, I guess when people limit themselves, uh, I guess for them, I'm just like, I mean, you're missing out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, by uh, labeling the, the 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 broad components of people's like personalities and their like energies and their spirits just based off of what they look like physically. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's just like so basic. But I don't know. It's I, a I hard really question. Know. Because I was thinking about because it for today. Instance, like, I feel like some people are attracted to assholes. Uh-huh. I am not. Uh-huh. Like some people, I see the, the the type of people that they date. And I'm like, why do you date these assholes? <laughs> like you just are just seem to be attracted to fucking asshole douchebag mm-hmm. 
people with shitty personalities, but clearly they got big dicks. So <laughs> I'm like, that works for you. So you clearly have a preference there. You know, for me, mm-hmm. I like sweet people with great personalities and big brains. <laughs> like I'm way more sapiosexual in that way. Like impressing with your thoughts and your ideas and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh. yeah, I think I like me personally. I have an idea of what I think I want, but also I'm very open to whomever because you know how you like meet someone at first and you're like, I don't think I'm going to like them. And then half a second later, you're in the conversation and you're like, oh my God, I, I want this that. person to be in my life forever and always. So you're I You're going to be standing up at my wedding if I don't marry you. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and I can't tell you how many dates I've been on with people where I'm like, eh, they're not my type. But like, why not just go? And I went and I was like, oh, my God, I really like this person. So mm-hmm. I think it's OK to like say out loud that like I wouldn't date this body type because I'm worried about what society says about me. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think it's like OK, but I'll, I think it's OK to understand that you're you don't have the I don't want to say like you're not strong enough to deal with societal, you know, mm-hmm. talking about you and shit. But like. I think it's a nice thing to realize before you hurt someone's feelings. I don't know if I'm articulating this well. I wouldn't want to be dating somebody who, if someone was like, hey, fat ass, they crumbled. And they Mm -hmm. were like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say something later. Do you know what I mean? Because they were like, well, she is a fat ass. And like, I don't know. Like, I would want someone to be like, hey, I love that fat ass. That fat ass is gushing from my fucking face because I eat her out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do you know? So it's just like. Absolutely. When people say shit like that, I'm like, oh, well, then, like, I don't need that. Like, and I feel like it's like you hear someone say that. and You're like, oh, well, people still think like that. So. I'm going to gravitate towards someone who doesn't. I don't mm. know. I, it's weird when people say they have a preference. Yeah. I don't, I, I personally don't get it. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. But it is like, like you said, there's been so many times where I've yeah. like actually gone out on dates with people that I didn't think would be my like maybe type and been so surprised. So it's just like, why limit yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the conclusion I've come to. That yeah. like, I'm okay if you have a preference and I'm not that preference because that means I don't have to worry. You're like, right. there's a huge world of people. So it's like, oh, so that one I pick up and I go, okay, not for me. And <laughs> I go find somebody who is for me. And yeah. I just like all of the people who were so pressed, I was like, why are you so upset about this one opinion of yeah. somebody that you don't even know? Why not just go find someone who Mm -hmm. loves you for you? I don't know. I guess they were also like, you were vibing so hard. And I was like, I'm not. It's a comedy podcast. (laughs) 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 For me to have the. (laughs) Oh, my God. The like thought that I'm like, every person I speak to, I'm going to fall in love with is literally insane. Insane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping I just bump into somebody. Honestly, when. When COVID's over or, you know, things are slightly back to normal, I'm just going to mm-hmm. be bumping into people. Yeah. Just like bump, be like, oh, hi, sorry. Right. I'm, I'm clumsy. Never I, that's you what I just want. Just like gracefully going to get another, you know, Jameson Ginger and just mm-hmm. bump into the love of your life. I mean, it would be so wonderful. Wouldn't it? It would just be, <laughs> I mean, that's what I want. And I have friends uh-huh. who've, 
like also like bumped into a person and then like just sparks happened. And yeah. I'm like, where's that magic for me, universe? Mm, give it to me. I'm horny yes. and my <laughs> mouth is ready. <laughs> I've been you practicing. That, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't know how many more times I can masturbate alone. Uh, well, I mean, do it in front of a mirror. So it's like you're doing it with a twin. <gasps> Or a friend. Put on a wig so it's a friend. Oh, wow. You know, like a I, different little, like a little red-haired moment. I don't know. I like that. I don't have any red hair. I tried to buy a red-haired wig. It was like mm-hmm. this gingery color, and it was curly. And mm-hmm. what was advertised was not what I got. What I got was truly like a Ronald McDonald wig. And I was like, <laughs> my God, what a treat. I look just like little orphan Annie, just mm-hmm. black. And I was just like wearing it around the house. And... <laughs> I fully looked in the mirror and was like, oh, my mind is gone. I've lost it. It's uh, goodbye. One thing that I have learned to do when I'm shopping for wigs online, you know, when people try and be get really cute with the pictures of how they want to uh-huh. represent their products, reverse Google image search the wig <gasps> and see whose wig it really is. Wow. Honestly, that is ingenious. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so fucking smart because I buy them from this place called AliExpress and uh, AliExpress loves to show you one wig and then you get it. And you're like, this isn't even a lace front. This is like a tea part. And I don't right. like a tea part. Right. Okay. Try Sam's beauty supply. Oh, okay. Sam's beauty. They are great. They're great. Okay. Love them. Um, here I am just giving them free shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really like, I mean, you hear that? <laughs> I like giving free shout outs to companies that I love because then mm-hmm. they stick around for me to patron, patron, yes. patron, yes. patron, 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 I don't know. Patron. Patron. Yes. Patron. Uh, Like there's this restaurant in New York that I love so much. It's called Toast. It's on 125th and Broadway. And I today woke up and was like, will they survive the pandemic? I wake up in a fright all the time being like, whoa, what do I have to do today? Will this company survive? So if you live in New York, go there. So when I finally get back to New York, I can go there. Toast. Okay, I will definitely have to check it out. My my um uh, place in New York is Peaches. Ooh, that's, where's that? That's in um Bed Stuy, Brooklyn. Ah, good. okay. Good, good, good. Peaches. Mm. Wait, what? What do they serve there? It's like um, it's like soul food brunch. Ooh, ooh. It's like soul food brunch. Yeah, girl, it is like oh, peaches boy. Are so good. Oh, boy. And if you can manage to not be like too hung over before you go like on like a Sunday and can get up a little bit early before the after church crowd, you can get in and get set in immediately. Ooh, that sounds <laughs> delightful. You know what I want? I want collard greens with like ham hock in it. Yes. And I've there's a couple places out here that do greens, but I'm like, mm-hmm. but it's not right. It's Give me not that ham hock. There's no yeah. ham hock in it. And it's yeah. not like I guess it's vinegary. I don't know. It's not like yeah. juicy enough. It's not juicy enough. Oh. Like it's got to be really soft. I, um, for some reason, well, not for some reason, I'm going to tell you the reason, but <laughs> 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 me and my boyfriend were watching um an episode of Mixed Dish and the youngest sister referred to greens as hot black people salad. Ooh. And like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Because Rainbow was babysitting them and she asked her what she wanted for lunch and that's what she said. And she was just like, I don't, and Rainbow's like, I don't know how to make collard greens. And I was like, not homegirl calls it hot black people salad. Honestly, but it's like tea. that is truly the funniest thing I've ever fucking heard because black people. As a kid, would, I would eat yes, that salad. That was yes. the only like green shit you could get yes. me to eat was collard greens. I was like, I yes. Mean, like at the Thanksgiving, ham and the- that was, there was no salad. We didn't have salad. You had greens. <laughs> Yeah, you had greens. Oh my god, I miss <laughs> cooked in like pork fat. Oh, <laughs> like... I miss it. <laughs> Same. Uh... Oh my god, I miss like good soul food. There's, I guess there's some in LA. Like I found pretty decent fried chicken. There's a Gus's out here, which is like so mm-hmm. good, and then there's a Harold's out here. But I don't Ooh. trust. I don't trust oh. that Harold's to be like a Chicago oh, Harold's. Oh yeah. I don't trust Harold's would be chicken so chat. Sad. Oh my god, it's so Best fucking good. Number sixty-two. Oh, that used to be my joint. So fucking good. Over at Wabash and like Wabash and like seven. Uh huh. I think that's oh. the one my mother would go to. She yeah, she had a very specific one that she liked. Number sixty-two was good. And oh my god, that mm-hmm. chicken! I remember the first time. Mm-hmm. Ooh ooh ooh. Oh my God, I'm horny so and good. hungry. <laughs> the double H is horny and hungry. That's who I am. <laughs> Hear that, um, kids? <laughs> what is the thing you're like the most excited to do after COVID-19 is contained, honey, and we have herd immunity? I um just want to put on a thong mm. and run around the beach. Oh my god, that sounds fucking delightful. Just be as free as the wind on this beach. Oh, I love that. I mm. want to go to I haven't wanted to go to like a bar or like a club as much as I've ever wanted to right this instant. I just I I miss it. I miss specifically gay bars because yeah. when I dress up the gay men they go, wow, you put an effort in. You go to like mm-hmm. a normal straight bar, straight club. They're just like, oh, you're a person and you're here. But like yeah. gay men, oh, they'll, they'll give you <laughs> they nice compliments. It. And I'm like, yes, this is what like, I Girl. want. Uh, yeah. No, I miss doing poppers on the dance floor. <laughs> that girl. When the beat really drops uh, and it's I, really dark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love poppers. I think they're so fun. Yeah. But I do worry. I'm like, does it really like fuck with your brain? But then I'm like, oh, everything kind of does. Whatever. Yeah. Our cell phones, you know? Yes. Yes. Like, you might as well really enjoy this dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because once agree. you pop, the fun don't stop. Uh-uh, but it does. <laughs> truly, like 30 seconds after you popped it. <laughs> I remember the first time I did poppers, I was like, this is ever, it was done. Okay. (laughs) You're like, what? Oh, that's it. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Okay. So for me, I, I would like some advice. Do you have any advice on how I should approach people uh, once we're allowed to be near people? Actually, no, like on the apps, do you have any like opening lines that you think are good? Okay, okay. My name is Nicole Byer, bitch. <laughs> and before I let you walk, you better show me how you crawl. Oh. There you go. Okay. I'm just playing. I literally just was okay. like, what? 
Nicki Minaj lyric that I insert into her life. I truly was like trying to like be like, okay, well, she was like, she was like, hmm. she's like, can I be a dom? She's like, is, she's like, is Nicole a dom? I couldn't be a dom specifically because I would giggle too much. I'd be like, get on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> <And then that'll laughs> <help. laughs> but I like, I would love. Oh my god, you to know what? Could you could you be like? Oh, you know what? I think because you love to laugh. Like, could you ever be into like tickle torture, or would that like absolutely like be too much for you? I don't think I could be tickled because after a while, I get. Not violent, but like I'll start screaming and like my roommate one time tickled me and it was funny for like 30 seconds. And then I was like, "Ah, you have to stop. Why are you doing this to me? And I was like swinging at him. So I don't think I could do it, but maybe I could tickle somebody, Mm -hmm. but maybe not. I don't know. I feel like your laugh would be for someone who is into like tickle torture would probably be like really great for someone who is being <laughs> tickle tortured. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the more I learn about like sex work and stuff, the more I'm like, mm-hmm. I want in. I would <laughs> love to make money where someone's like getting off and all I'm doing is tickling them. Hell yeah. You know, I I honestly don't even understand how anybody can look down on sex work when the rest of us are out here doing it for free. I that's what I keep fucking saying. Like it's so wild to me. I'm like in this capitalist society, yes! you really are out yes! here. You're out here giving it away for free, and you want to look sideways as someone who's making bank off. Of it. It's okay. so fucking bonkers that sex work is illegal. Because I'm like, why not? Make them independent. Co- well, actually, I don't know what sex yeah. workers want other than decriminalization. They don't want it legal. I can't remember why. Uh, but I'm like, but if they were incorporated and you taxed sex, wor- like that's more taxes. I don't. I don't uh-huh. know if they want to be taxed. Probably right, not. That's why they're like. Shh, they're like. They're like no, no, thank you. But I'm just like, like no. this is so. It's kind of like weed. Why is it like people <laughs> like smoking weed? So why yeah. is it? And like, why is it even a discussion? Like tax right. it. Also, like just make it legal at a federal level so it can be t- like what yeah. the fuck? It's so weird. I've never right. met a person who's like, oh, I smoked a blunt and then murdered a family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like right. I smoked a blunt and murdered a box of Oreos. Like it's just Absolutely. so weird to me. <laughs> Have you had the chromatica Oreos? Um, I have not. You gotta do it. Look, my friend did, and they told me that they were pooping green for like two days. <laughs> and that was the moment where I was like, oh, maybe, I don't know. I was like, because my stomach is a little sensitive. Fair. I just found out I'm allergic to sulfates. Fair, fair, fair. I will say, it's like a very vanilla uh, flavor, and I think it's so mm-hmm. nice. I oh. just don't understand why Lady Gaga did a collaboration with Oreo for Chromatica when Chromatica came out so long ago. Yeah. It's confusing. Is it so we didn't forget about Chromatica? But how could we forget about Chromatica? We could not forget about Chromatica. No. I mean, I was just literally listening to 911 today. I like Chromatica. Rain I, on yes. May. Rain. <laughs> that was my Ariana. I hope you liked it. I liked it so much. I could feel the high pony. I loved it so, so much. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite hairstyle in drag this has nothing to do with what we're talking about but my ADD medication has worn off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god my favorite hairstyle I would probably have to say it would be um, 
I it was a replica of uh, RuPaul's Supermodel of the World World mm. cover. I wore it for um, the winner reveal for All Stars, and it's like you know, just like '90s black like cone yes, curls, yes, yes. just like all piled on top of my head. But these like little braids, like I just love. I always just feel so cunt in that wig. It's so fucking cute. I um, keep getting wigs made that I don't know when I'm going to wear them. I'll see them on Drag Race and I'll be like, that one. So the Candy Muse, <laughs> Olivia Lux, little, like, uh, did you see? It's like little bobble balls. I don't know what yes, to call them. Uh-huh. Because yeah, when I was little, little I called them ponytail holders. I called them ponytail, oh, ponytail holders, holders because it was the only thing my mother used. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that there was scrunchies <laughs> or anything else. <laughs> I wore those till I was... <laughs> old, too old, actually. <laughs> but I had that wig made. This man, Edward Scissorhands. I love. My him. God, he's talented. I he got that wig, talented. and I was like, "Holy shit!" And yeah, it's he's well like the Godfather made. of baby hairs. Yeah, oh he my really, God, yeah. it is stunning. I have no idea where I'm gonna wear it, but I was like, "That one." And <laughs> to the <laughs> beach. That would maybe. be a good beach day wig. You know, when maybe. you just out on the sand and, yes. the, and you, know, you and your cute little swimsuit, yes. you got your little. Yes, maybe I will do that. A little floaty, like a cute little floaty. Oh, hi, hello, girl. So cute. But I guess I asked because I said this to Monet Exchange and Bob, but like I just appreciate that so many black queens are wearing black hair, and Mm -hmm. because growing, I grew up around a bunch of white people, and I never Mm -hmm. realized the microaggressions that happened where I was like, I, I can't have cornrows. Nobody else has cornrows. They they keep touching my cornrows. I don't yeah. like cornrows. I don't wear them. I wear yeah. my hair straight. That's all that I do. And mm-hmm. I love Drag Race. I've been watching it since inception. And mm-hmm. just like the evolution of black queens owning blackness, like mm-hmm. the nude illusion look that was just like very tribal, like very Africa, like the, yeah. the rings around your neck. I was just like, oh, I just, it just really brings me joy that like a kid will see that or like someone in their twenties who maybe grew up the same way I did. And they're like, Oh yeah. Being black is fucking cool and beautiful and like amazing. And like, why would I hide this part of me from anybody? So I just want to say, thank you. Oh, thank you. That's so affirming. I appreciate that. And I just like, yeah, girl, I just love being able to show, um, people, uh, my black experience because you know blackness it's it's something that's not monolithic mm-hmm. and there's just so many different experiences that we can show and i love being able to connect with uh you know many different black people black creatives just like and kids so just everybody and and to just feel like loved and accepted by this community has been you know really great because one of the things i remember just like in the 5 years that i spent auditioning for drag race <laughs> the one thing that i was like really excited about was to like belong to the like this big family and now mm-hmm. i feel like i'm part of this big family i love it you are mm-hmm. it is a big family yeah i just i just like it and uh i've been like trying to incorporate more black hairstyles in my hair but also just like playing mm-hmm. with things that like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe this doesn't look good on me. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just going to like try it. Who fucking cares? And uh-huh. I never learned how to braid my hair because I was like, not important. Never need to learn. But I mean, it's shaved now. But like when it was long, I was like, I'm going to learn. So I spent yeah. like an hour or two hours in front of my mirror just being like, okay, oh, this is how it fucking goes. Because yes. it's like, I want to be able to corner my hair. Like that's yes. 
not all black people know how to do it, but like, it's like, like, let me cultivate these roots. Yes, Come on. Yes. Let me make these roots go into a pattern of my ancestors. <laughs> I don't <Yes>. know. <laughs> <laughs> Betty? Huh? My ancestors um, were mostly bald. Um, oh. Women, uh, yeah, because when I did the the 23andMe, mm-hmm. um, the Maasai tribe, the women shaved their, they shaved their heads. So. Oh. Maybe I'll it's do. It's very similar to the warriors, the way that the warriors look, uh, the female warriors in um, Black Panther. Mm. You know, with the red and the ring and the bald head. Like, that's how the sister girls that's be so repping it fierce. out there. Yes. I sometimes look in the mirror when I'm not wearing makeup and I'm like, oh, I look like such a little boy, which is fine. And then I'll put on makeup and I'm like, oh, my God, having no hair is a look. It is like, yes. it is a look. I fucking uh-huh. love it. I feel powerful. Yes. Yes, feel bold owning just like you. Yes, but presence. I will say, tis hard to keep a wig on my head. And uh, uh. <laughs> I've, I've dabbled now into the, the gluing of my wig down or like with like the sprays and whatnot. Have you tried the little silicone um, wig bands? I have one. I the have not grip. tried it yet. Are they good? They actually, yes. I just I was, bought- I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, okay, this actually kind of do. You know okay. when you actually are so ready for something to not work <laughs> and then it does and then it like proves you wrong and you're like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's me I guess, every uh, time I get a purple well carrot spent. box. I've been mm. eating vegan and I'm like, nah, vegetables, they're stupid. And then I'll cook it and I'm like, well, vegetables are versatile and yummy for me. Like, yeah. it's just it's fucking annoying. How long have you been um, plant-based vegan? Um, thank you. Um, since May of last year, I've probably had meat maybe 15 times. Okay. Uh, so it's like, it's an ebb and flow where I'm like, I want chicken. So I'll have chicken. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just got to listen to your body. Yes. Which is like, Feed me. Yeah. Seymour. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> but next month I plan on going complete, not completely plant-based, but just like a uh, mm-hmm. vegetarian, but I'm going to call mm-hmm. myself a vegan because I prefer to identify that way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to see how long I'm going to try to like do it uninterrupted for 30 days because oh. allegedly that's when a habit forms. Okay. Yeah. That's allegedly. I learned that she from said the allegedly, internet. <laughs> look me dead ass in my eyes, everybody listening. She said allegedly. Allegedly. She said, I didn't say facts. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I just like skim things on the internet and then start spouting off the knowledge I think I have. And then my roommate will be like, Nicole, no. And I'm like, I don't know, bitch. I don't know. I read it on the internet. <laughs> I saw the headline. What? <laughs> I had to read the article. God. Yeah, bitch. I read the headline. That's it. That's my reading comprehension. Okay. Uh, well, Shay, this has been delightful, lovely, entertaining, stunning, gorgeous. I love it. I have yes. a question. I ask all my guests this. I think I've only missed mm-hmm. it once or twice, but would you date me? Absolutely. Scootable. Yeah. I judge everyone on a scale of how much would my mom love them uh, and like you would be a 10. Uh, thank She'd you. She'd eat you up. She'd eat you up with a spoon. I love that. I love moms. <laughs> yeah. I just love an older woman who wants to care about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all need that. Right? It's just nice. My friend Eleanor's mom, she truly is like a champion of everything I do. She's always like, good job. I started a sewing club and I posted a 
my friend Meatball and my friend Sashir, we get together yeah. on Sundays and we sew because mm-hmm. I was like, I want to <laughs> learn. It's a skill that would be nice. That it's like I buy a pair of pants and I could just hem them or like yes. on a Saturday, it's like I could just make a jumpsuit. Why the fuck yeah. not? But uh, Jane was like, oh, that looks perfect. That's so nice and good. And I was like, yes, a nice older lady really is lifting yes. me up. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. I do. I think it's just because like my mom's dead and it's nice that an older lady um. who has kids is like, uh, doing mom things for me so yeah. it's like I get that a little bit so it's it's nice <laughs> see my mom gets so much pleasure from being a mom like figure so many people you know even like at at, at, at her church call her mom oh. she literally loves to she, and she was a nurse for over 30 years she just oh, okay. loves to like nurture people will listen to me have conversations with my mom on FaceTime and they'll be like <laughs> I was just like in the room and they're like I feel inspired and cared Aww. for and loved and she wasn't even talking to me <laughs> like, I love that you should just start a podcast of you FaceTime or not no that's not a podcast a, uh, a YouTube um, channel of you FaceTiming oh, yeah. your mom mm-hmm. or just release the audio and be like right. if you're looking for love here it right. is <laughs> I totally should because she just be speaking just the sweetest things to me just all the time. Oh, that's so nice. I feel like I've been trying to speak nicer to myself because mm-hmm. it's like, why be so mean to you? You have to live in this body. But it's also really nice yeah. to have like someone on the outside be like, you're worthy and good. And yes. I love you so much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's very, very that. And let me tell you when, especially when I tell her about friends, like literally when I say these three magic words, mm-hmm. pray for them. Uh-huh. Girl, when you make it on Marilyn's prayer list, you better know <laughs> the manifestations that will come into your life will be so bountiful. Well, ooh, <laughs> tell her to pray for me to find a man. I yes! Or a person. I'm pretty open. Yes. I don't mind. A person who's wonderful. She likes details like that. You know what I'm yes. saying? She likes details like that. So okay. I'll make sure to tell her that. Okay, so yeah. here's the She's details. always like, be specific. Yeah. Um, a person, I don't mind how they identify. I have tried mm-hmm. to not close doors to opportunity that way. Um, uh-huh. I would like for them to be like pretty solid with who they are. I would like mm-hmm. them to have a career that they love. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that money could be an issue because COVID is not kind to everyone. Uh-huh. Um, but I would like them to be nice, kind, respectful, love me, and uh, hot to me. Yes. Oh, that's so perfect. And I love that we have this literally recorded. That's so yes. simple. God, I don't Ooh. even have to write anything down. Oh, no, I can't wait for Marilyn to manifest this for me. <laughs> and then one day you're just going to be walking through the club and then just like, bam. Oh, I love it. And then he's yeah. going to be like, Marilyn sent me. And I'm going to be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But by that time, I will have forgotten. I'll be like, Monroe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, did I fall into a time warp? Where am I? What year is this? <laughs> Where am I? What's happening? I love it. Shay, thank you so much for doing this. Truly, yes. you are a goddamn delight. Oh, thank you. You too. I had so much fun. What a dream. Okay. Well, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe and give me five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you DM me something nasty, I will read it. Uh, Or if you leave it as like a review, but this nice person DM me and said, I would use your clit like a speed bag and deliver a long and powerful series of punches. And then might be too aggressive, but you get the metaphor to warm you up. After your clit has taken all it can, I would eat you out your pussy. 
I will eat you out. Your pussy like a pudding spoon without a, wait, no, like a pudding cup without a spoon, making sure my tongue gets all that pussy juice. Afterwards, I would start jackhammering you while I suck on your tig old bitties. When we finish, I would toss you a towel and a Gatorade. (laughs) 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 Get dressed, get dressed, bounce out the window and tell the tale uh, of that good, good for generations to come. Thank you. Also, how wild that this person's going to jump out a window. Yeah. I mean, who's pursuing them? I don't know. I guess I would hey, was want it just more? that good that you, yeah, that you're like, get away from her! Get away from her, pussy! I have to go! Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, maybe it was just the jackhammering that was just like too much. Maybe. I mean, does anyone not like a jackhammer? I I always think that it's good to have like a good, nice little body roll. Uh huh. I like a body <laughs> roll. I... A body roll. Is that because like that jacket, like you got to know how to bounce back because bodies bounce like there's energy coming. So you got to be able to, you know, move and flow with it. So I don't mind a jackhammer. So what I don't like is like the circles. I don't need circles, but like like a pound, 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 pound into a nice slower slower mm-hmm. build pound pound yeah. pound 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 slower like i like yes. levels ebbs levels. and flows it's you, like a dance yes. yes 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 a waltz where you yes. change who leads i don't know yeah. i don't i don't know i think one person <laughs> leads i don't know but that's it okay uh, bye right. bye thank y'all <laughs> That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.